Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Tuesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. You're back. I am back, yeah. And it, you're front. <laughs> and it's a Tuesday and people aren't used to hearing us on Tuesdays. But you were in such a hurry to get a show out. That's right. I wanted to get a show out because my last show while you were gone was me essentially talking to myself. <laughs> How was that? Um, well, Alexandra Myers said it was good. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think she lies. Um, <laughs> And I almost recorded a show last night using one of your stuffed animals because, you know, I do the voices for your stuffed animals. Right. And I thought it would have been extremely weird had I done that. Yeah. I would um, have been worried. Yeah. So uh, Cheryl's back. We're going to put out a show Tuesday and Thursday this week. So we'll get uh, our every other day format and then we'll be back to Monday, Wednesday, Friday next week. Right. Yeah. So and at some point, I don't know, maybe one of those shows, maybe next Wednesday's show, uh, we'll do a – Sort of a chat about my experience on Royal Caribbean and compare it a little bit to the Disney Cruise Line. Okay. That sounds like fun. Doesn't it, though? So what's going on in the Disney parks? Well, you, you know, you had a whole bunch of news you missed. Parking charges got rolled back. I know. Back and, okay, well, oh, you talked about well, it. I talked already. about it to myself. <laughs> and I had no one to remark about. You t well, you told me, just not on the show. I did. All right. So back to the Disney Parks blog. All right. Uh, Disney World celebrated Disney Dreamers Academy class of 2023 with a surprise Good Morning America and Times Square announcement. That's right. Last Friday, Disney Dreamers Academy uh, made a big announcement on Good Morning America. Uh, the Disney Dreamers Academy is where they choose 100 students each year. Uh, they've been doing this for 15 years, so they have now done 1,500 students. Uh, and they take students who are uh, either black students or teens from underrepresented communities across the country. And they go with a parent or guardian to Walt Disney World, where they uh, uh, have an event aimed at broadcasting career awareness and creating exclusive opportunities uh, for these teens. So they go through career workshops, networking sessions, and mentorship events. So that uh, that's good news for them. And uh, all of them got their names listed on the Good Morning America billboard on Times Square. And uh, there was a little segment on the show. So that's pretty cool. All right. And you're coughing in the background. I hope you didn't bring home COVID. I know. You never <coughs> You never know. No. All right. Um, they have a feature on the Disney Parks blog with some top things that you should see before or after your next Disney cruise in New Orleans. That's right. Beginning in February of 2023, the Disney Cruise Line is going to be sailing out of the port of New Orleans in Louisiana. So they have a list of things you can do, places you can get beignets uh, and some drinks and opportunities, places you can listen to music. So if you're uh, interested in a cruise, you can uh, uh, contact me. We can set you up. You can head down to the Big Easy and uh, sail out of New Orleans. All right. Speaking of New Orleans. Uh, Tiana's Place is going to be coming to Disneyland Park later this, af later this afternoon, later this year. Well, I know you've been on a cruise for a while, mm -hmm. uh, and you probably haven't read, but that's actually Tiana's Palace. That's what did I say, place? Place. I mean, you know. So Tiana's Palace, it has an extra A in there, uh, is coming to the Disneyland Park. Uh, we know that uh, they're retheming Splash Mountain to Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Mm -hmm. We know that they've recently opened Eudora's Chic Boutique featuring Tiana's Gourmet Secrets. Uh, that's a retail shop in New Orleans Square in Disneyland. Uh, and now they are going to be retheming the French Market Restaurant in New Orleans Square into Tiana's Palace. Um, New Orleans, uh, I'm sorry, the French Market Restaurant is currently a quick service location and it's going to remain a quick service location. Uh, it is also known because that is where they serve uh, the mint juleps 
uh, out of the bar that is attached the to that restaurant. fake mint juleps. Why do you call them the fake they mint juleps? They don't have any alcohol in them. All right. Well, it's the mint julep bar. Uh, both the French Market and mint julep bar will be closing beginning February 17th, uh, and they will open later in the year. Um, uh, uh, the mint julep bar will continue selling its mint juleps and will not be rethemed. They will also be selling Mickey beignets. Um, while this is not going to be a meet and greet location for Tiana, mm-hmm. uh, she will be uh, visible in New Orleans Square. All right, good. All uh, right, and that's all the Disney Parks blogs. Let's head over to Disneyland. The Sour Cherry Churro returned at Disneyland. That's right. The Sour Cherry Churro is now available for $5.75. Uh, what kind of a dipping sauce does that come with? Uh, looks like a, maybe a cream cheese yeah, dipping does. sauce. Uh, this can be found at the Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters. It is a cream cheese dipping sauce, which you can get for an, adol- uh, an additional dollar and fifty-one cents. Uh, apparently, people are calling this the uh, best, ch- one of the best churros in Disneyland history, uh, and it first debuted in twenty twenty-two. All right. Um, they've also brought back the strawberry churro with a new chocolate marshmallow dipping sauce. That's right. The strawberry churro is available for five dollars and seventy-five cents. The chocolate-flavored marshmallow dip is an additional $1.50, and you can find that uh, in the churro carts near Town Square and Sleeping Beauty Castle uh, on Main Street, USA. Uh, That one is not getting as high praise as the sour cherry churro. All right. I like to say sour cherry churro. Yeah? Yeah, it's fun. I'd probably trip on it. (laughs) Some new fountains were installed in in the Sleeping Beauty Castle moat for the Disney 100th celebration at Disneyland. Um, That's Moat. It's not Moat. <laughs> yes, that is Moat. Uh, they have added some fountains into the water. Uh, they are multi-headed uh, fountains. Uh, they're not active yet. Uh, the uh, uh, fountains have 12 nozzles, uh, and then they have six additional additional nozzles that are directed at a slight angle. <coughs> Excuse me. Now I'm getting Cheryl's COVID. Uh, this will be part of uh, a new fountain. I don't know. Fountain. It's not display. an activity. Fountain display as part of the... 100-year Disney 100 celebration in uh, Disneyland. Okay. Um, they installed 100 flags above the Disneyland park entrance. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. <laughs> they installed some new Disney 100 flags above the Disneyland park entrance. Do you not think it would be so much cooler if there was 100, 100 flags? Flag. 100 flags would be a lot. However, in looking at the picture, there are only five flags. Um, these flags. I wasn't looking at the picture. This is part of the 100 Years of Wonder celebration. So they did uh, put up some decorative flags above the turnstiles in Disneyland Park. Uh, and they are spotlighting the Disney 100 theme. Uh, they replaced the flags that were decorated with snowflakes for the holidays. All right, good. Because we don't need snowflakes anymore. No. Um, the Magic Happens Parade showtimes have been announced for its return to Disneyland. That's right. We know that the parade returns to Disneyland on February 24th, 2023, just in time for its third birthday, although it's only been performed <laughs> about like nine times. Uh, it will be performed twice each day at 3.30 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. Great. The fantastic performances um, have been canceled through February 2nd at Disneyland. At Disneyland. Um, So Fantasmic at Disneyland does not take place every night. It mainly takes place on the weekends. Uh, However, beginning January 14th, they have canceled uh, all performances of Fantasmic uh, through February 2nd with no, uh, no reason given as to why. That's a bummer. 
and what's going on over in Disney California Adventure. Uh, they, they officially began construction on the Pacific Wharf reimagining to San Francisco. San Francisco? San Francisco. Sokio? Sokio. That's Tokyo. See, Tokyo. I had it right the first time. Yes. Okay, that's it. <laughs> All right. So uh, they announced back at the D23 Expo in 2022 uh, that the Pacific Wharf uh, would be rethemed as San Francisco from Big Hero 6. Uh, that construction has finally begun. Uh, this new version of the land is going to include uh, the, some of the same old food that we have. However, they will be getting a Baymax meet and greet. Uh, they have not announced a ride or anything, so it will probably just be... Uh, you know, just be theming. Right. Uh, they're going to drain the lagoon area around the pier, and uh, that will be uh, that will be going forward. We don't have an end date yet. Baymax is one of the best characters to meet. He is. He's, he is. He's cute, and he's puffy. He's puffy. I'm puffy. He's puffy. Like, they puff him up with air. Yeah. It's a great he uh, has like a, He has a blower going all the time. Yes. Uh, all right. <laughs> the Disney World Park hours were extended through February. That's right. They've extended some of the hours in late January through February 23. Magic Kingdom will open on uh, 9 a- at 9 a.m. on most days through February 25th. However, it will open at 8 a.m. on January 31st, February 2nd, 8th, 13th, 16th, and 20th. Uh, early entry on those days for Walt Disney World Resort guests will be uh, at 7.30 a.m., the park will now close at 11 p.m. most days. However, it will close at 4.30 p.m. on January 31st for a special event and at 10 p.m. on February 2nd, 8th, 13th, 16th, and 20th. Uh, they will have extended evening hours on the 1st, 7th, 15th, and 21st. Uh, those will be from 8, 11, to 1, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. for uh, deluxe resort guests. Epcot hours have only changed on February 25th, where the park will open at 9 a.m. instead of 10 a.m. Uh, park will still close at 9 p.m. Uh, Disney Hollywood Studios will open at 8.30 a.m. and close at 9.30 p.m. February 20th through 25th. And the Animal Kingdom will open at 8 a.m. instead of 9 a.m. on January 29th, February 3rd through 5th, February 10th through 12th, February 16th through 25th. And the park will remain open uh, until 8 p.m., uh, instead of 7 p.m. on February 4th, 11th, and the 17th through the 25th. Oh, boy. That's uh, I hope everybody got that straight. Yeah, I hope you were taking notes. Yes. All right. Um, the schedule has been announced for the DVC Moonlight Magic 2023 at Disney World. That's right. Uh, DVC, of course, being the Disney Vacation Club, Disney's timeshare. And Moonlight Magic is a special event for DVC uh, owners. And this event will take place on February 8th and 15th at Epcot. It will take place on May 11th and September 13th at Disney's Hollywood Studios, July 11th and August 2nd at Animal Kingdom, and at Typhoon Lagoon on May 23rd and August 23rd. Great. So those are special uh, park holder event, ticket holder events, DVC owner events. You got it now? Yes. Okay. Disney has rolled out a weekday ticket offer for Floridians. That's right. If you're a Florida resident, you can now get two days of theme parking for $175. And this is referred to as the Disney weekday magic ticket. Uh, This ticket is valid any two days from Monday through Friday, uh, Monday through Friday through April 27th. They also have a three-day version for $195 and a four-day version for $250. Uh, These tickets are sold as single park tickets, but you can add a park hopper for $40 per ticket. Uh, The tickets can be used on non-consecutive days, and there are three blackout dates in March and April. So if you're a Florida resident, that is not a bad deal at all. No, if you're willing to take the day off of work. Maybe you don't work. Well, that's even better for you. Yeah. 
the Mickey face has returned to the Magic Kingdom flower bed. That's right. Uh, just in front of the train station on Main Street, USA, there's usually the flower bed with the Mickey head in it. Uh, throughout the holidays, it was just a silhouette, so Mickey's shape was still there. Uh, however, now his facial features, including eyes, nose, mouth, and tongue, have returned. What? I mean, what do you mean tongue? He has a tongue in his smile. Does he? His mouth is open, and you can see his red tongue. Even in the flowers? Yes. I didn't see it in the flowers. Well, you're not looking hard enough. <laughs> The Big Thunder Mountain Railroad at the Magic Kingdom reopened following a refurbishment. That's right. It was closed from January 9th through 13th. So now we're giving you four-day-old news. But uh, <laughs> if you're headed there, just rest assured, be rest assured that it is open. And operating as well as could uh, possibly be, be possible. Yes. All right. Automated PhotoPass cameras have been installed at Pete's Silly Sideshow at the Magic Kingdom. That's right. Pete's Silly Sideshow just reopened. This is a photo opportunity uh, building in uh, Fantasyland. And uh, you can meet princesses and Mickey and Minnie. And uh, actually, I don't think Mickey is there or Minnie, but Goofy, Donald, Daisy. Uh, and they have put in some PhotoPass, automated PhotoPass cameras. Uh, they installed these on Main Street a couple of years ago. And people, you know, there was a little bit of an uproar because people think that they don't capture the same uh, pictures that a, a live photographer does. Uh, but Disney doesn't care. They've gone <laughs> ahead and installed them anyway. Uh, right now, there is a live photographer there. So they are not being used yet. Um, but they should be operational very soon. Hopefully, people uh, reply back to Disney and request that they remove them. Because, uh, you know... Did they get removed in the places they had them before? They did. Okay. They did. You know, they're stationary, so you're only capturing one angle. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I think one of the things you mentioned earlier, how great Baymax was, when we met uh, Baymax in Epcot a number of years ago, this photographer was changing positions right. to get different angles. Right. And yeah, we have a, some great photos. It's a that. lot better than just this stationary picture that's always going to get the same same angle. Right. All right. Uh, the iconic You May Get Wet Briar Rabbit signs have been taken out of Splash Mountain a few days now before the closure. Yeah, so uh, they're getting ready to close on January 22nd. And when the park opened on the 15th, the sign was there. And apparently at day's end, the sign was gone. Uh, rumor has it that a guest pried it off and tried to exit the park with it. Um, but uh, it has been said that the sign was uh, recovered. Uh, and now sits backstage. No word on whether it will be reinstalled uh, for the final couple days of the attraction. Probably not. That would be dumb. It would be, but it would be nice. What's going on over in Epcot? All right. They are still working on Moana Journey of Water, and uh, it's really taking shape. Yeah, they've now installed some themed canopies, uh, and they are orange canopies that hang on brown archways and poles that were installed last month. Uh, they've also installed some lighting poles. So, yeah, the area is uh, coming together. Uh, these canopies don't cover the entire attraction, but they will provide shade for the guests. And that's a big thing in Epcot is there's not a lot of shade. Yeah, yeah, on a hot day. Yeah. All right. Um, a new figment-themed Beacon of Magic show is coming to Epcot in 2023. That's right. This is part of the Epcot International Festival of the Arts. Uh, the Beacon of Magic show is a light show that takes place on Spaceship Earth. This was when they installed the Points of Light uh, over the past, uh, what, year and a half? Mm -hmm. uh, so on January 13th, they debuted this new show. It is a Technicolor tribute that features music bound to spark your imagination along with a uh, dazzling spectacle uh, of light. Um, so, uh, you know, this celebrates Figment, who uh, everybody knows as our favorite, uh, would you call him pink or purple? Purple. Purple. He's our favorite purple dinosaur 
uh, dragon. Uh, I was going to say because Barney's my favorite purple dinosaur. That, that is true over in Epcot. Uh, and there are a couple of other uh, stories. Of course, I've mixed the order up here. Uh, and we mentioned, uh, I think you might have mentioned before you were gone, uh, that the figment popcorn bucket was going to be sold during the International Festival of the Arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it did go on sale and it sold out the first day. However, because it is available via mobile order, there were no seven-hour lines this time around. Well, that's good. So uh, it did sell out. People were able to buy it. So that is back. And uh, there's more figment news. Ah, yes. The Odyssey Pavilion has been decorated as Figment's inspiration station. That's right. This is part of the Epcot International Festival of the Arts. Uh, and the Figment Inspiration Station is a new food studio uh, for the uh, uh, festival this year. And it is in the Odyssey Building, the Odyssey Pavilion. Uh, and they do have some very spirited uh, decorations going on there. It's all rainbows and it's supposed to spark your imagination. Uh, they have a fruit pizza, which is uh, watermelon, compressed cantaloupe, berries, and berry balsamic. Uh, they have popped art. Uh, which are Pop-Tarts that have art designs on them. They have rainbow cake with freeze-dried Skittle bite-sized candies. Uh, Of course, this is where you can get your uh, Figment premium popcorn bucket. Uh, They have a grape smoothie with freeze-dried Skittles uh, as far as beverages go. They have a hard cider uh, uh, flight, so you can test that there. It's the rainbow cider flight. Uh, And then they have some rainbow beers uh, and whatnot. Um, And this will be... If you're participating in the wonderful Walk of Color Cuisine Passport, uh, this will be your violence, violet stamp, <laughs> not your violent stamp. <laughs> All right. What's going on over in uh, Hollywood Studios? All right. Um, the scaffolding has come down, revealing some crudely drawn characters on the facade of the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue Restaurant. This is perhaps some of the worst Disney art I have ever seen. Well, it's supposed to be. Well, it's supposed to be. That's right, because we know that the front of the Rodeo Roundup Barbecue uh, is what the building would look like if it was designed by Andy. So Andy has drawn uh, Jesse, Wheezy, and uh, Bo Peep. Uh, that's actually way better drawing than, like, a typical 11-year-old boy could do. That's right. The Wheezy drawing is particularly good. Um, so, you know, more scaffolding is coming down. Uh, more elements of the building are going up. Uh, you know, we mentioned before the toothpick flags on the top of the building. Yeah, see, there's more than, like, five toothpick flags. Right. So the toothpick <laughs> flags are stuck on, it looks like, with Play-Doh. Are there a hundred? There might be a hundred. See? Yeah. Um, so it's really starting to take shape, and it will be great when that finally opens up. Yes, it will. One more place to get maybe barbecue. hopefully decent food. All right, the Tree of Life is going to be... undergoing a repainting beginning on January 15th. So I guess that's what, yesterday? That started on Sunday. Uh, The repainting is going to mainly take place overnight. However, there will be scaffolding and platforms uh, visible to guests during park operating hours and select trails around the Tree of Life may be closed uh, during the work. And um, that uh, comes along with the next story that says pathways around the Tree of Life have been closed as the repainting begins. Uh, so if you're traveling to Animal Kingdom any anytime soon, uh, you know, just know that that is going on. Uh, Animal Kingdom is getting ready to celebrate its 25th anniversary wow. <laughs> later this year. Okay. Yeah. It's a long time. It is. Okay. Um, the Maharaja Jungle Trek has undergone some refurbishment in Animal Kingdom. That's right. They've actually pressure washed uh, the aviary. Uh, which is a big deal because you know aviary. There's birds. That's a lot of uh, a lot of bird poop in there. So uh, the aviary has been pressure washed. Fabulous. Yeah. 
That's what we like to hear. We do. All right. Um, some planters have been removed from around the Oladar and Dinosaur Fountains at Animal Kingdom. Not just any planters. Oh, rolling Rolling planters, planters had been installed because they were doing some work uh, in the fountain. Uh, and the planters have been around the fountain since September of 2022. Wow. Uh, so it's been a good couple of months. Uh, and you can now see uh, Aladar, the Aladar uh, inside the fountain uh, when you walk up to the attraction. So well, uh, he looks pretty good. Does he? He sure does. Maybe that's what we, maybe that's the jaw we saw being transported when D Isabel and I were in uh, Disney a couple of days ago. We saw a shark jaw or a dinosaur jaw being uh, transported on a flatbed around the uh, property. Interesting. Yeah. Um, 100 Years of Wonder has taken over the world of Disney um, as the 50th anniversary merchandise is being removed. That's right. We all know that the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World celebration ends in March of this year. Uh, but the 100 Years of Wonder uh, is now front and center uh, at the World of Disney store. And uh, as such, all of the mannequins are decorated. They've got a special section with just the 100th celebration uh, uh, merchandise. Uh, and it uh, it looks pretty cool. Yes, it does. Maybe we'll get a chance to see it. I did. I just saw it. Well, it you saw it. Lucky you. <laughs> it looked good. <laughs> Lucky you. All right. They are continuing putting in the pilings for the foundation of the new DVC at the Polynesian. That's the whole story right there. Okay. Um, there's some photos of... Uh, Julie, and Julie Andrews and some succulents that have been added to the Carousel Coffee Shop at the Boardwalk Inn. That's right. We mentioned a couple of weeks ago the, the Carousel Coffee opened at Disney's Boardwalk Inn uh, and how plain uh, it looked. Uh, well, they have now added a, a few pictures, uh, vintage pictures of the park and the castle and Julie Andrews. Uh, so I guess that makes it uh, that makes it much better. It helps. It does. It, it helps with the theming, but it's still rather boring. And it should have been there before they opened. Yeah. All right. Um, a man lost his gun at Disney World, and he claims it was stolen by cast members. Yeah, this happened back in September. The report was just released by the sheriff's department. Uh, and apparently this guy checked into the Boardwalk Inn during Labor Day weekend. Uh, and when he returned home on September 4th, he realized that his Ruger uh, was missing from his carry bag. Uh, he, saw, he saw the gun at 7 a.m. when the bellman collected his luggage to take it into storage at the hotel before he checked out. The man did not get the bellman's name. Um, and uh, this guy says that uh, the, the, the weapon was stolen. Uh, even though he was breaking Disney rules because Disney is private property and enforces a ban on weapons. Uh, so uh, we'll have to follow this story to see what happens. Yes, we will. Yeah, never, never bring your gun to Walt Disney World. No, I don't know why you would. Right. Okay. Um, the common areas at the All-Star Sports and Music Resorts are being refreshed. That's right. Uh, the concrete, some of the concrete buildings are being repainted, uh, and some of the outdoor spaces are being repainted as well. So just part of the general upkeep for the resort. Now, this is big news, and I know this is going to be exciting for you. Yes, Daily Housekeeping has returned to all deluxe resort hotels at Disney World. That's right. After the COVID-19 pandemic, housekeeping uh, was periodically uh, adjusted to account for labor shortages as well as other issues. Uh, and they had been doing like every other night uh, for some of the, the, the cleaning. Uh, however, beginning January 15th, uh, full housekeeping services at all deluxe Walt Disney World resorts will begin. Uh, and... Uh, 
Beginning that date, deluxe resorts will receive daily housekeeping services. Moderate and value resorts will still receive every other day housekeeping services. Disney Vacation Club members at DVC resorts will receive housekeeping services based on their length of stay. Uh, so you may ask, what does full housekeeping service include? That is making the bed, replacing towels and amenities, cleaning the bathrooms, emptying the trash and recycling, and tidying the room by dusting, wiping counters, and vacuuming. Unless something has changed um, in the past few months, the last I heard at the Valley Resorts, at least, they they it was clean when you would check in, and then they would give you towels if you requested them, mm-hmm. or you know a change of sheets they would give them to you. But they weren't coming in to make your beds even every other day. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So this seems like a, a an upgrade for everything. Okay. Now uh, guests may still offer uh, opt to decline housekeeping service. Uh, uh, during their uh, their stay. Um, but you, as always, if you need additional housekeeping issues or amenities, uh, you can just contact housekeeping uh, or, or the front desk at your resort. All right. How about some entertainment news? Uh, Marvel Studios released a new promo for Phase 5 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's right. Phase 5, uh, phase five uh, begins next month with uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Uh, so they have issued a look at uh, Phase 5. Okay. Uh, so that's, uh, you know, that includes Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, Secret Invasion, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, uh, Loki, uh, as well as other films that are coming over the next couple of years. Good. Uh, very exciting news for those of us who had children that grew up, uh, you know, in the past 15 years or so. Um, Disney has ordered a Phineas and Ferb revival. Um, is it by the same? It is. Uh, Yep. Creator? It's same. They've uh, uh, ordered 40 new episodes from original creator Dan Povenmire, uh, and that is part of his deal with Disney-branded television. So uh, Phineas and Ferb originally ran from 2007 to 2015. They also had two feature films during that time. Uh, so they will be back with uh, 40 new half-hour episodes. That's awesome. It's still continuing the 104 days of summer vacation. Yeah, there you go. All right, um, the the new uh, Mandalorian season three trailer, what is going to debut tonight? Oh, okay, is debuting tonight. <laughs> so, uh, well, tonight when we record, but if you're listening to the show on Tuesday, it was yesterday. It was last night. So, so confusing. Uh, we will have it posted on our Facebook page, uh, and that was during the Dallas Cowboy Tampa Bay Buccaneer game. All right, and along with that uh, that new trailer debut. Is, a is of poster. course, a new poster. Uh, so that poster will be posted as well on our Facebook page. And it is just uh, Mando carrying the baby with uh, Baby Yoda uh, with a March 1st date on it. Do you really go in and put all this stuff on Facebook? I do. Do, do I never, like, look? You never look. You, you just pretty much uh, traipse through life here, all noncommittal and just do-do-do. I mean, I can't read. <laughs> There wasn't even any wine today. No. All right. You do this one. All right. So uh, Avatar The Way of Water uh, has now made $1.89 billion uh, during its five-week run. Of course, it was the number one film here in the United States again. It still stands as the seventh highest uh, grossing movie in history, uh, and it is just $22 million away uh, from beating uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, so uh, I, I don't think it's going to have legs to, uh, you know, hit uh, a lot of the, the top films, um, but it might overtake Spider-Man, but it, it's got to end sooner or later. Yes, I suppose it does. Yep. 
All right. Go ahead. All right. They're all entertainment. All right. Bono and the Edge are going to get a documentary special on Disney+. And it's going to have David Letterman involved in it. Oh. Um, It's going to premiere on March 17th, which is St. Patrick's Day. And uh, filmmaker Morgan Neville captures David Letterman on his first visit to Dublin to hang out with Bono and The Edge in their hometown. Uh, so that uh, that also coincides with the release of a new album from U2, which is Songs of Surrender. Uh, and it is 40 U2 songs re-recorded and reimagined. Uh, so that uh, that looks like fun. It is called Bono and the Edge. Is it Bono or Bono? Bono. I always call him Bono because I think Sonny Bono, Mm -hmm. but I think it is Bono and the Edge. Uh, It's called Bono and the Edge, a sort of homecoming with David Letterman. Okay. So that's the latest music special to hit Disney Plus following uh, 2022's Elton John live Farewell from Dodger Stadium and Encanto at the Hollywood Bowl. Have we heard anything from David Letterman since his show stopped? He does interviews, yeah. Okay. He's got a crazy beard going and it's it's insane. Yeah, he does. How about Universal News? All right. Um, Universal is looking to buy back Port Adventura, which is a park in Spain. That's right. Uh, Port Port Aventura Park uh, is in Salou, Spain, and it was developed by Anheuser-Busch uh, and then uh, along with Grand Tibidado, uh, but Grand Tibidado backed out uh, and then other groups uh, backed out as well. And then Tussauds, who owns the Madame Tussauds Wax Museum, stepped in and opened the park. Uh, and then in 98, they sold most of their shares to Universal uh, and it became Universal's first foreign park, uh, European park. Uh, and then in 2004, Universal sold their shares uh, to a company called Caxia Bank. And now they're looking to get back into the European uh, market. Um, so we'll have to see if that uh, that works out for them. Uh, and that comes along with the news that they're building a new uh, park resort entertainment complex in Texas, just outside of uh, Dallas. Right. That was some so, of the news from when I was away, right? Yes. I'm not sure that we talked that I talked about that. Oh, really? Uh, but that uh, that is a big deal. Okay. Um, construction walls are up and the sign is covered as most of the Woody Woodpecker's kid zone is now permanently closed. Very sad. Uh, that did close on the 15th. Um, and that includes Fievel's Playland, Woody Woodpecker's Nuthouse Coaster, Curious George Goes to Town, DreamWorks Destination, and the Shrek and Donkey meet and greet, which, uh, <laughs> which the poor guy just can't catch a break and find a new home. Uh, so hopefully that uh, that comes to a meet and greet near you. Uh, no word on what is going in there anytime soon, uh, but they do have uh, they do have construction walls up right now. All right. There's more. There's still more. There's God, still more. We have like end? five more stories. I'm going to fall asleep. I'm it's so good tired. for your dad because your dad's probably got his mile in already. Right. So now what's he doing? He's just like sitting on the steps waiting for it to end. <laughs> Like many people. Um, the Jurassic Park River Adventure is now closed for refurbishment at Islands of Adventure. That's right. It will be closed through February 3rd and reopened to guests on February 4th. All right. Um, Universal Orlando is testing a, a Mardi Gras token experience for pass holders. That's right. This is going to be a test experience for a number of Universal uh, Orlando annual pass super fans to enjoy the resort in a whole new way. Uh, you can earn points from home, buy points, and find points to redeem for tokens. Uh, so uh, let's see. What can you cash in to get your tokens? It doesn't say, but you're going to be able to get tokens. Ooh, I love yeah. tokens. How, how exciting is that? Maybe they'll have like a character on them all right uh 
Now, uh, in the Universal, Universal, in the Orlando Sentinel, uh, there's a story about uh, anniversaries happening this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last year, the big thing was Disney's, uh, Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. Uh, this year, SeaWorld turns 50. Um, it opened as SeaWorld of Florida on December 15th of 1973. I find it hilarious that when it opened, Charlie Tuna from Starkist <laughs> was a costumed character you could get a picture with. Uh, I'm very jealous. I do not have a picture with Charlie Tuna. Well, I think the only uh, commercial character we have pictures with is the polar bear from Coca-Cola. Yes, we do. Um, So that was the second major theme park to open in Florida in 1973. Their big big claim to fame back then was it was just six minutes from Disney World. Daily admission in 1973 (laughs) was $4.50 and a charter gold pass valid for one year sold for $8. Wow. Um, also turning 50 in 2023, Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Uh, today, Yesterday was actually Space Mountain's 50th, uh, I'm sorry, 48th birthday. That's not a big deal. Um, and we mentioned earlier Animal Kingdom turning 25 years old opened in 1998. Uh, so that's very cool. Five-year anniversary, Toy Story Land. Wow. I can't right. believe that. And perhaps one of the worst rides in Orlando Universal Studios, Fast and Furious, Supercharged. <laughs> uh, we rode that never again. Right. Um, one ride that is preparing to open, there was a media preview this past week for Legoland Pirate River Quest. Uh, this takes place in the old, um, what was the name of the gardens? Cypress Gardens uh, on their canals. It is a free moving boat. It is not on tracks. Um, it is piloted by a pirate, uh, and you get to go in the old canals, which were created in the 1930s. They actually had to redo the canals uh, because in the intervening years, the, the water table has risen about, uh, uh, I think they said uh, uh, 15 feet. Wow. Uh, maybe a foot. I don't know. But whatever it was, the old retaining walls were now underwater, so they okay. had to go and redo the area. Um, but it, they are the old Cypress Gardens, uh, very, you know, uh, a lot of... Uh, Foliage, so, a lot of trees. So is Legoland at the Legoland Cypress? is on the site of the old Cypress Gardens. I understand. Okay. So, um, and that will uh, that will be opening, I think, later this month or, or early February. And that would be part of your Legoland admission? That is part of your Legoland admission. All right. And it's a 20-minute uh, boat ride that uh, goes through some uh, a pirate adventure with, I believe, Redbeard the Pirate. All and right. they're all oversized Lego pirates and pirate oh, ships and, and whatnot. So it looks like a good time. It does. So uh, welcome back. I hope you're okay. You need to get the, rid of that jet lag. And, I do. I'm uh, so tired. Uh, we're happy to have you back. I'm sure people uh, they are thrilled. Are happy. Yeah. So uh, until Thursday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.